how to instantly make your relationship work. Whoa, this is a hot one. <laughs> People have asked me for this because they come over to the office and they tell me, my relationship is not working, doctor. Can you, my relationship is not working. Can you fix us, you know? My relationship is not working. So I can tell you how to instantly make your relationship work. But before I do that, subscribe to the channel so that because the content that we're publishing lately is absolutely on fire, as you have noticed if you've been watching our videos. Um, the channel is growing exponentially. I'm really excited about this. And the most important thing is that you put your comments and questions below so that we can enter into a dialogue. You see, the whole point of this is to have a dialogue, not a one-way monologue, but, you know, you express yourself by putting your comments below, and that's how we can interact that way, okay, so that I can see what you're interested in, and we can debate some issues, and I can uh, present some different points of view that will create growth for all of us. Now, going back to your relationship, and the question is how to make it work. If you're in a situation where you say to your friends, hey, you know, I don't know what's going on, you know, my, my relationship is not working. Have you ever heard of that expression? Maybe a friend of yours told you that. Maybe you're having a beer with your buddy, and uh, he asked you, hey, uh, what's up, man, with the, with the woman? And you say, I don't know, man, it's just not working out. It's just not working. Or maybe you're at the hairdresser, and you're hairdresser asks you, oh, I heard uh, you're with a new guy, and how is your relationship going? And perhaps you said, uh, I don't know, it's not working. Have you ever caught yourself saying, my relationship is not working? Or have you ever heard one of your friends or relatives say to you, my relationship is not working? Question is, how do you make it work? Simple. We're going to fix it right now. When something is not working, the first thing that we need to know is what is the purpose for that something? If I show you a knife and I say, this knife is not working, and you tell me, oh, this knife doesn't cut, and I would say, why are you asking me that? You say, well, because the purpose of a knife is to cut. And if you tell me the knife is not working, it's because it's not cutting. It's not fulfilling its purpose. I tell you, no, but the purpose for me, this knife is just a tool that I use to spread putty around the window. Well, it's working for that. So, the notion of something working or not working is entirely contingent or dependent upon its purpose. Now, most people don't think about the purpose for a relationship or for their relationship. What purpose does it fulfill in your life? In general, what is the purpose of a relationship? So, let's go through a few examples of purposes. I'm not, this is not a complete list, and your purpose may not be on this list. I'm just giving you an example. Purpose number one, reproduction. So, traditionally, people thought of marriage and relationships as a venue through which to reproduce. So, that's one example. You know, we get a man and a woman get together to have babies, to populate the earth, to increase our family, right? That's one purpose. So, in the old days, if a couple couldn't have children, that was a valid reason for a divorce, because the purpose of marriage is to have children. We are not having any children. Therefore, this marriage is invalid. Let's annul the marriage. And this has been a part of religions, a part of societies forever, because the purpose was considered to be having children. That's one example. Another example 
you might say to me, well, we don't want children. The, the purpose of the marriage is for us to complement one another. Okay, what does that mean? It means that I have some deficiencies within myself, and those deficiencies are in areas that you seem to be really good at. So, for instance, perhaps I'm not really good with house chores. I don't like to do it. I don't care to do it. But you're really good organizing the home. I need to live somewhere. So, what we're going to do is join forces. And, you know, because you're good cleaning the house and I'm not good at it, you know, that serves me. Now, it happens to be the case that you're not good maintaining your car and I'm a really good car mechanic. So, what we're going to do is you clean the house for me and I take care of your car. You see, we complement. And now, this example is a little bit sexist. It's a little bit superficial. But I think it illustrates what I mean by complementing. When we talk about complementing, we're talking about filling voids. We're talking about performing tasks and doing things for us that we cannot do for ourselves. Nothing wrong with any of this. It's not wrong to want a marriage to reproduce. It's not wrong to want to be complemented by a person that can do things that you cannot do. None of this is wrong. I'm just explaining that the purpose is different and you have to think about what the purpose is for you. Another couple might say to you, well, the purpose, um, you know, is to, is to feel understood. You know, life is hard and we help each other. We help each other. That's similar to complimenting, right? Another couple might say, no, no, the whole point of it is to feel understood. You know, my husband gets me. My wife gets me. And what do, what do we mean by that? Well, you know, they understand me. And usually, when we build a whole life around the fact that one person can understand me, is because we find ourselves to be really hard to understand. We find ourselves to be really weird. Nobody gets me. Now, I found that one person who presumably gets me, of course I'm in love and of course that's my person, of course that's going to be the rest of my life because I finally found one person who gets me because I'm so weird and different and odd, but this one person gets me. So, it gives us the illusion that we love one another, right? So, if that's a mutual thing, we got a deal, we have a marriage and or say a marriage in the spiritual sense of the word, meaning that, you know, we get one another. We understand each other. And so, the purpose there is just to understand. And you might have a list of uh, purposes for which a relationship might happen. And the list could be really long. I gave you three examples really quickly here. Though only to illustrate where I'm going with this. Now, what I want to, what I want to illustrate here is that none of those purposes assures you of a long-term relationship. Because if I say to you that my purpose for being in a relationship is to make babies, I'll make a few babies with you, but tomorrow I'll make a few more babies with that other person. You see what I'm saying here? In other words, if the purpose is only to propagate the species, um, we can do that with multiple partners. If the purpose here is to have my needs met as I attempt to fill your needs, well, there's always that one need that you cannot fulfill. And since the purpose here is to have my needs met, there's nothing wrong with me going elsewhere to have my needs met. And then you say to me, that's right. And what's wrong with that? Who says we have to be monogamous? No, I'm not saying that. I'm not making a, a, a video on morality or monogamy. That's not the point. And I'm not saying it's right or wrong. What I'm saying is that if we're continuously changing partners, we miss out on an other 
possible purpose for the relationship. And that's where I'm going with this. So a person comes in, a couple comes in and says, our marriage, your relationship is not working. And they say, what is the purpose for your relationship? Because if you tell me it's not working, the only thing you have said so far is that the purpose is not being fulfilled. I have never met a couple, been doing this for 25 years. I have never met a couple who states the purpose for their union. And yet they tell me it's not working. Now it's impossible to characterize something as not working unless we have the purpose. I give you the example of the knife. The knife is not working, it's not cutting because the purpose is to cut. If that same knife is an adornment, an adornment that I hang on the wall, well, it's working for that. It entertains me, I look at it, it looks pretty. See, what is the purpose? If I tell you it's not working, I am consciously or unconsciously alluding or making reference to a purpose. And part of the problem in relationships is that a couple will come in and they'll tell me the relationship is not working, but they don't know what the purpose is. All they know is that they don't feel good. So let me give you another example. Keep this in mind. Hold on to this thought. I'm going to go elsewhere and come back to this. Suppose you don't know anything about physiology or exercise or anything, and I take you to a gym, and you have never seen a gym. You have no idea what that is, and I tell you to lift weights. After a while, it hurts like crazy. And you say, why should I put myself through this? And they tell you, oh, because you're going to grow muscles. Who cares? Suppose you don't know anything about that. Pretend you're an alien from another planet. And in your planet, there's no weightlifting, no gyms, nothing like that. You know, why would you do something like this? Why would you be there screaming, lifting weights, suffering for absolutely no purpose whatsoever? It's not like you're generating electricity for the planet. It's not like you're doing anything productive. You're just there sweating, lifting weights, screaming and hurting. Ah, but now, if you know that there is a purpose for that, if you understand a little bit of exercise physiology, if you know that you're micro-tearing those muscle fibers so that they can grow stronger and you're going to look different, ah, suddenly you don't mind the pain. So, the pain of lifting weights at the gym is perfectly okay if there is a larger purpose that you're interested in. We accept that. And you might say, oh, but how can you compare exercise to the marriage? No, I'm not comparing exercise to the marriage. I'm illustrating a way of thinking about this. So when we say, going back to the relationship, when we say it's not working, it's because it's not fulfilling whatever purpose we think there is for the relationship. It's not fulfilling that purpose, but we don't even know what the purpose is. Because I ask him, so what is the purpose? I don't know. To be together, I guess. What do you mean you guess? If you tell me it's not working... You're not getting what you want out of it, what you think the purpose is. So once we go through that conversation, people say, yeah, but I just don't feel good. Well, who says that feeling good is the purpose? So then we can ask the question, was or is feeling good the purpose for this relationship? Was that what you signed up for? Did you say that? I'll be committed to you as long as I feel good. If that's the purpose and you're not feeling good, then you're right. It's not working. No, no, that's not quite it. You know, there are ups and downs in a relationship. Okay, so then what is the purpose? And the point I'm making is this. Go back to the exercise analogy and you realize that in the exercise analogy, you tolerate the pain, controlled pain, calculated pain, because you know through that process that we call exercise, you're growing and you're okay with that. So now suppose you say to me that the purpose for your relationship is for you to grow. Suddenly everything changes. 
part of growth is to be persistent. Part of growth is not to be always initiating a new relationship because if you're always initiating a new relationship, you're only riding the excitement wave of the chase of the relationship, but you're not, you're not going into any depth about anything. So there's very little growth. If you redefine the purpose for your relationship as growth, if the purpose for the relationship is to grow, then everything changes because you may discover that a relationship you thought was really good is actually not fulfilling its purpose and vice versa. One that you thought was no good is actually really good because there's a lot of growth there. Now, I'm not suggesting that the way to grow is through pain. And I gave you the example of the gym and you might, you know, I don't want you to steer you in that direction. I think that growth happens out of joy and happiness as well. But there are moments of temporary discomfort, such as when you go to the gym. And sometimes you got to face yourself in the relationship. And that's a little bit uncomfortable. But that's what leads to the growth. Perhaps I don't quite show up as I think I show up in the relationship. And examining that, that kind of looking in the mirror, can be a little bit painful. I was at a seminar this week, you know, and they asked me to do it in front of the group, you know, they asked me to do an exercise, and it's a therapy exercise, and they asked me to, to, to do a, a particular demonstration in front of the group, and, but there's a therapist, right, and, 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 and I did a demonstration, and um, of course, the instructor is going to critique you, because that's what you're there for. Awesome, that's what they are getting paid for, you know, that's exactly what I went there for. But I'm not going to deny that I would have preferred a whole bunch of applauses. You see, had I gotten a whole bunch of applauses, I didn't, right? But had I gotten a whole bunch of applauses, I would have felt really good, but I wouldn't have grown. I had to face deficiencies and possible improvements. And that comes across as a criticism. It really isn't. I mean, we're there to study and to learn. But it comes, yeah, it's a little tough. Of course it is. But that's how we grow. That's how we learn. So you have to ask yourself, so if, you, if you're in a position where you say, my relationship is not working, take a moment to ask yourself, what is the purpose for this relationship? What is the purpose? You have to start with that question. And I have never met a couple in therapy, 25 years, who can state their purpose right off the bat. It's unconscious. You think you know what the purpose is, but you got to take some time to, to dig into yourself. And um, Because, you see, when, the when you think the relationship is not working, we all do the same thing. We all project, she's not the right woman. He's not the right man. Well, why are you the right person? In other words, you know, so the growth comes when we look at ourselves, not when we look at the other person. So here's the point. Ask yourself, what is the purpose for your relationship. If your purpose is only to have fun, there's nothing wrong with that so long as it is explicitly stated. In other words, you're both in agreement. Our purpose for this relationship is to have fun. We're no longer having fun. It's not working. Now, can we go back to having fun or is the relationship over? That's perfectly okay because you're free to choose. You see, where we get into trouble is when we don't take the time to think about what our true purpose is, we don't articulate what our purpose is, and then we get upset at the other person for not fulfilling my purpose when they don't even know, when I don't even know what my purpose is, much less the other person. We assume 
that we all have the same purpose. And we assume that we know what our purpose is, but we don't. And that's why we have this sensation that it's not working. Once you know what your purpose is, it becomes really easy, really clear. You know, okay, how can we make this work then? How can I fulfill this purpose? How can I best make this work? That's all you got to do. And boom, instantly your relationship is working. If not, call me and we'll talk about it. Blessings to all of you.